Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Fairly Awesome Podcast, where in addition to 300 Facebook likes, 250 Twitter followers, we now have an actual set. Ah, ah, mm-hmm. legit. Yes, legitimate. <laughs> Uh, if you have not been following us, uh, you've missed quite a bit. Uh, Ryan is actually pregnant with Stoughton's love child. Uh, Josh and Nate are looking to buy some land that's been in my family for generations. And uh, I have come down with a case of amnesia, so I don't remember the horrible secret buried on that land. That's what you get when you don't watch the other episodes. <laughs> Hopefully you're caught up now. I'm Chris Keene. Last time on Fairly Awesome Podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm Chris. This is Nate Bushing. Yo. Josh Bushing. Yay. No relation, as far as we're aware. No. And the inescapable Ryan McDowell. You, you can't avoid him. You can't. He's I'm on every, every episode. episode. He, is, is really he actually is all of us. He, he plays all of us. He's a puppeteer. <clears throat> yes. We, we all, we all have the... hands up our asses. <laughs> <laughs> this is an elaborate set, really. I'm just like that. Hi, Nate. <laughs> Whoa. You were not touching my ass whoa, there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was jiggling something. All right, whoa. All right, all right. All right, all right. So, all right. getting to the topics at hand. Coin purses. Coin purses. <laughs> that was next week. That's next week. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Ah, we've lost coin purses. <laughs> uh, if you're like us, you probably play a handful of MMOs or have played MMOs in your life. And you've noticed the populations have started to thin out a little bit while, you know, the game has kind of maybe gone downhill as far as uh, content, things like that. Uh, Nate, why have you done this? What what are you going to do to fix it? What? what, what? It's all your fault. You think it's all my fault that MMOs have gone? Well, they've kind of run that train into the ground. That doesn't make sense. My metaphors are really messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, uh, so MMOs have been around for a long time. Um, I remember in the 90s, uh, Meridian 59 was like one of the earliest MMOs I remember playing and actually... It's sort of based on the Wolfenstein or Doom engine? Yeah, I think it was the... Doom. Yeah, it was, you know, it was 3D but not really 3D because you couldn't look up and down. Or I think you could look up in that game, but it was just... The, there was not 3D models, they were sprites, right? You know, right, eight, they, two, it was everybody was eight-sided. Yeah, it's like, yeah, everything yeah. like faced the same way <laughs> if you rolled around it or went around it. So, um... Uh, They've been around for a long time, let's just say. You know, we had Ultima in the 90s. We had Meridian 59 from that EverQuest. Um, there was a lot of free ones. There were a lot of Korean ones. But anyway, the tropes have been there for a long time. You know, you level up. Um, there's progression. It gets longer um, between level ups. The action has always been very dice rolly. You know, like traditional uh, pen and paper RPG based. You know, they use D&D as a big um, Dungeons and Dragons for you kids who aren't losers like me. Um, no, they, uh, they've used the same systems, uh, throughout MMOs for the past 20, 25, 30 years, however long they've been around. But anyway, so the, um, the problem is they've kind of played out, you know, we've, we've not seen a lot of new development and WoW has been the last big, uh, flash in the pan, uh, not really flash in the pan because it's been around for, you know, Thanks, 10 six. years. I mean, almost 10 years, 2004. Okay. Yeah, since so. 2004. Yeah, it's, it's peak was 2006, which yes. says something. Seven years ago, it peaked. Yes, yeah. and it's been, I mean, it's not been bleeding subscribers, but it's been losing them. I think like, like, in the yeah. past two, it's it's really, really, really bleeding. Q2 was yeah. 9-1, and I think Q, mm-hmm. or Q1 was 9-1, and Q2 is 7. Yeah, they're, 7. they're bleeding million. more lately, especially. So, yeah, I think, 2 million I think, and a quarter? Yeah, I think I saw some projection that if it continues by, like, Q1 or 2 of 2015, there won't be anybody playing the game. I just obviously yeah. not going to Well, unless play, they do something like a free-to-play model, right? Well, actually, funny you mention that. They do actually have a free-to-play 
model. They call it, uh, I think they call it Starter Edition. Oh, yeah, up you can new, play up to level 30 20. You can get up to level 20. 20. You, okay. level 20. Um, you can only talk in party and out loud chat. Weird. Um, you can't you can't use the auction house. You can't do just a handful of other things. It's a very limited free trial yeah. of, of World of Warcraft that you can get into. Interesting. Yeah, see, the, I think... Um, Part of the reason it's they're bleeding subscribers is, like I said, it's it's old. You know, we've kind of been doing these same things for a long time. Well, you know, and, and, and a shift to to free ones, right? I mean, like it, the sort of the beginning yeah, of the end yeah. was either free shards of of things like Dark Age of Camelot yep. or Guild Wars came out, yep. free right. to play. And that's right? the yeah. whole thing free to play. Yeah, right? they, so they got their money by by having people buy every expansion, you know, in order to get well, more content. You, you, do, you had your expansion, and you had, uh, I know with Guild Wars 2, you have uh, the, the in-store, you can buy, uh, you can use actual money to buy gems for use in-store. Yes. The nice thing about that one, though, is it's not kind of like a, like Call of Duty or a first-person shooter where you buy things that make you better in the game. You buy, game, you buy things that kind of make the grind a little easier. Right. Like you buy... Um, like a normal pickaxe for harvesting minerals will last for a hundred uses, and then you have to go buy a new one. You can buy an infinite pickaxe. You just never have to buy a pickaxe again. It just costs you ten bucks. Gotcha. But it saves you a lot of time in the game. But it doesn't actually give you any advantage over some other player, right. either you know PvP or or what's the world. Because mm-hmm. kind of we all know how um, you know bringing monetary things and really makes a game better Diablo 3 <laughs> and what, well they're closing their auction house yes yeah, yeah I mean that, that proves it though but it's the same thing um, does anybody here still have an active subscription to anything Mm-mm. no no. am I the only one uh, my, my wife still plays uh, World of Warcraft yeah, okay. so do I so, so. Um, but I don't play it as often as I used to I used to be a heavy raider Heavy hardcore raider. I mean, I would skip social functions. I was raiding that much. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Mm. But now it, I just enjoy playing, uh, getting involved in other little things, uh, going different places, scenery, that kind of stuff. The immersion factor is still there, and some of the things and changes that they've made throughout as progressions with just specifically Warcraft because that's my main. Like I played uh, Old Republic. <laughs> Yeah, I played mm-hmm. just it, the, the Star Wars ones kind of fall short because you expect so much more, don't you? It was you kind of expect the universe, but, but you just you you just don't get it. Like it just it it gets to a point where I wish it had this, and it doesn't. And mm-hmm. there's no you know in house development for that kind of stuff. It's the it's the demotivator effect, yeah. you know, where you get something that that bugs you. Like for me, for Old Republic, it was space. You know, the space was not precisely out. They what I was thinking. They had it was like a. Um, for those that didn't play, it's like a, a, a kind Rebel of like Assault, Rebel Assault, Rail Shooter, Rail shooter or Star Fox, right? That's where you oh, really. Fly. So it's the exact same system that they put in uh, Jump to Light Speed on. Well, Jump to Light Speed actually had free. It was free. Control. Oh, really? You, yeah, oh, you yeah. could actually control it. It wasn't Rail Shooter, but um, it, it wasn't enough for the space for me because the space is a big component of Star Wars for me. But okay. it did what it did have was the <clears throat> Bioware story. Right, they brought, they had the, they had the great conversation stuff like from Mass Effect, where you could pick your uh, conversation piece and you had the people talking back and forth, and you get to kind of feel interactive in that. And the story was awesome. Problem is, it's the bits between the story that suck, which is you know something that goes back between. um, Oh, it doesn't suck. It's just it's 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 been done. You've done it before. It's like JRPGs, right? You have the the get in a battle and fight the same thing every time, and it just gets old, mashing the keys and. uh, I, I, for me, uh, at least, you know, being like starting a solutions guy, 
what I would what I would consider to be uh, something that could rectify this is is um, improving combat. Like let's get more active combat in instead of doing the instead of hit one key to start attacking and, and, and then just, just auto there. attack. Yeah, like they've they've been trying to do this in um, Guild Wars too. I think it's a little more active. Uh, the the last it was like Conan was pretty interactive. Where yeah, it was like where you could block and different attacks and things. That you but it still had the numbers. They've, and they've been doing chain chain stuff since you know, Dark Age of Camelot, yeah. two thousand two to you know two thousand eight sort of. Yep, where you have. You know, uh, like assassins were were known mm-hmm. for doing chained attacks. You'd open up with like a some sort of backstab or a face stab or something like that, and then it would move into several things. And if you got the whole chain off, you did you know just a crap load of damage. So right. some of that stuff has sort of been there, just not really totally used. And by the time you pulled off those, you've already done it like seven thousand times to little monsters that didn't matter. Right. right? I'm, so I'm, it wasn't I'm, so as epic. My uh, my my comparison to this would be like let's go. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna take it, go Diablo style combat where it's instant action all the time, or like Borderlands two or Borderlands where it's you know if they're yeah, gonna do something like that, you really need to have those elements because um, let's face it, our uh, our uh, attention spans are getting you know shorter. What? No, our uh, our attention spans are getting less and less. Speaking so, of uh, coin purses, yeah, coin purses. No, flows. <laughs> Um, no, they, our attention spans are not what they used to be, and and I like to be entertained, and I like to feel like I'm I'm doing something as the character, you know, and I and I'm very drawn to action games. I like you know that visceral combat of moving around and dodging and and actually feeling like you're a part of that. And I think that's part of the problem with our our MMOs now is that they've gone that way. Now recent MMOs are are adopting this. Uh, DC Universe Online had a kind of an action combat. It was pretty based. good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm not subscribed to it still, but I think there's other things, um, you know, uh, MMOs are really guilty of the carrot on the stick, too, you know, where, yeah, where, where you, you... I mean, I it's, like, it's always been that way, though, yeah. right? Like, you, you start out, and, and I can tell you pretty much the premise of any MMO where you, it involves, I mean, they pretty much all involve leveling, right? Yeah. So you, you start off, and you're like, I think I'd like to play this type of character. So you start the character, and you're like playing through and you're like sort of imagining what those skills are that you're going to get at the end of the game and that sort of anticipation of what's coming because you're getting a lot of abilities really quickly in your early levels and then it sort of dies off and mm-hmm. then you're like looking at the skill tree going yes i want to get to that yeah, spot exactly. there and then you get that pavlovian when you get the the <clears throat> whole uh level up you're like yeah ding and everybody knows what ding is now because yes. of yeah oh uh, yes. wow you know with the that, that, level up but that like increases the play is at least it's a, supposed to, but in mm-hmm. reality, all you're doing is going to a new section of map and doing the same thing, like collect some guy's nuts. Like you're doing that guy's job. <laughs> for him. And you're just like, here, collect all these apples or collect all these like ferns that grow. And it's like, I was like, dude, I just collected like four ferns for the guy over the town on the other side. Where Why does the red do fern grow? In the MMO. That's where it grows. <laughs> we, we totally don't smoke these ferns. These ferns are naturally growing. Uh, Clearly, I'm supplying the firm yeah. like meth. Fern uh, yeah, thing yeah, for this guy, yeah, running exactly. some sort of drug underground in an MMO. Yeah, exactly, you, don't even know you have no idea you're doing it. You're a mule. You're yeah, like, take oh. some coin. It's yeah. more coin than you're usually getting. Wait a minute. Well, yes, yeah, pretty soon. I'm, I'm going to need you to kill the other for- fern dealer in the other in the other town. <laughs> there can be only one fern. So, <laughs> go ahead. What do you What do you think the Do you think we're facing less and less MMOs, or do you think we're facing a paradigm shift here where MMOs get redefined? I think they're going to get redefined and, and um, more in uh, in scope. And I think MOBAs are a perfect example, like League of Legends. You know, you have these 
um, online battle arenas where things are a lot faster, um, the action is instantaneous, and it's uh, it's quick get in and out, you know, and, and battleground style. Yeah, battleground style. I think that I think you're gonna have more, like I said, a shift to action. I think um, I think the last we've seen the last of the um, the big big MMOs. I think it's gonna start shifting. And, and what I mean by last of big MMOs, like Skyrim or not Skyrim, uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I think it's the last of you know, those giant money dumped, um, is there gonna be a triple A. Yes, there is. There's See, gonna be a $15 <clears throat> subscription fee, which is a lot of controversial to a lot of people. But if they can get enough subscription up front, then it makes it worth it for them because then they can switch to free to play. And they probably already planned this out ahead. This is what, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars, the old Republic had to do because they need to make back so much money. They spent so much money to make, you know, all that's all voice acted. Um, which was a big deal. They they actually it was like uh, twenty gigs of voice. They acting. achieved a world record on the Jeez. amount of voice recorded like ever in any any production because of how much they had to put down. That's impressive. Yeah. Even after playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Five now, because everything Thing is, is voice, voice acted, acted. Oh, yeah. and there's based on your different things you've already done. Yeah. In in one quest, they'll mm-hmm. they'll talk about something that happened in a previous quest, and there were multiple branches that oh, you could have taken. Yeah. So it was interesting that you know they maybe for that one segment they had nine different takes of something that, that would have to be said during that part of the game. So. I, I find that stuff all very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, that, that they're voice acting all of this as opposed to yep. um, doing sort of dynamic voice, which might come off a little, eh. It's like we missed a lot of that stuff when I was playing through. I was impressed with how much voice acting they had. Miss the Pender. Yeah. For yeah. the uh, for the kids that are yeah, yeah. wow. So As opposed to the very beginning of the game. Yeah, at the beginning, there's like hardly, hardly any sort of voice acting or whatever. Just the cutscenes. all text. And yeah, it's yeah. all, you know, you've got the quest or whatever, and you just read it. To yourself, it yeah. wasn't. Like and this, if you were talking you go, to like, like an orc or something, you get mm, yeah, or, you know, some, yeah, some sort of. Use a, it's like the Legend of Zelda <laughs> effect, right? Where they just put like a sound effect. Or the fairy. Hey, listen. Hey, 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 listen. Hey, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm about to strangle a fairy. <laughs> uh, needless to say, she wouldn't follow you around after that. <laughs> so anyhow, I, I think that the voice acting I, is is getting in more involved. People like telling stories. People like using their voices now to tell the stories within that. And and that's awesome. I like yep. that kind of stuff. The trouble is that that stuff costs time, money, talent, yeah. that kind of thing. You have to add to it. How do they recoup those costs? Like the, If they all go to free-to-play, how do they recoup that? They have to have an interesting dynamic model, right? I yeah. mean, it's... Uh, and the problem is... When you go free to play, there's always that worry. It's like the arcade game where it's is it pay to win? You know, do I gotta do I have to right. keep pumping quarters in in order to beat this boss? Because there's no way I can beat it on the first try. You know, the it's... Guild Wars method seems pretty interesting. Something to help cut down the grind. Yeah, would make a lot of sense. Yep. You know, you're, it doesn't give you. It's not like <clears throat> buy the next level for five bucks. You know, it's not like right. that. It's uh, hey, buy this piece of armor that doesn't deteriorate ever. Right, you know, right. it doesn't deteriorate. You can also buy skins for random, random gear. I mean, you can buy backpack skins for like a dollar or two. So if you want your backpack to look like a little plush version of one of the monsters in the game, you there can you buy go. A, yeah. a plush backpack. Some microtransactions or something. Right. Now, uh, one other thing that I've seen, and it's starting to come into like mobile gaming and, and things like that, is uh, you get free to play games instead of having to buy the game. And maybe this can go into MMOs. When you start up the game, you get commercials. You get like oh, three minutes yeah. worth of commercial, and then you can get into your game. Yeah, right. Or loading screen between loading screens, you gotta. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Or the, so the the question is, people do MMOs to get immersed. 
would that take you out? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think it, it would depend on how it was handled. I mean, if, if they went, uh, would was you, it Battlefield 2042? Oh, geez. Where it was <laughs> like the, the billboards? Yeah. No, you're or, right. Um, I just like threw in and replayed uh, Burnout Paradise on Xbox for like an hour and a half before Mads. I realized how much I hated that game. <laughs> but yeah, like there were billboards for Burger King. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't need to see ads. Like I had to pay full price for this game and you got ad credit, you know. Rainbow Six Vegas and the yeah. Axe ads but, or whatever. What if there was in MMOs? What if you didn't what if it did cut out your subscription fee? If it was if it was I say if it was before the game, like you, you had to sit through them to play it or you sat through them to get some kind of in game credit. That would be that would be okay. Now, if you try to like shoehorn it into the game, no, because you're just gonna you're gonna break the immersion. But if you right. say shoehorn okay, it's hard too with like fantasy things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, hard to find like but, a, but yeah, a if you were to say in the middle of you know yeah some place West yeah. Philadelphia, West yes. Philadelphia, born in West Westfall, what what Westfall, Westfall, there you go, Westfall. yeah, Westfall. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if if you, billboard, you know, Westfall. if you sat through you know a thirty second <laughs> Nissan commercial and got you know five in game gold. Okay, I think you could see doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you still get, you know, you still get the game for, for free. You get a little bit of credit in game for sitting through it, right? And they get their ad revenue. So, and, and, you know, so. if you look at if World of Warcraft did that, right? If they adopted some model that did work when they were at their peak, that would have been just incredible. How much income right. they would have received from that? Like, right? What was their peak? If it was at fifteen million. Fifteen million with like you mean at fifteen dollars a month? That's just. Oh, Is that what that it was? Is. It was. It was something close to fifteen yeah. million. Yeah. Was swimming in that. Yeah, <laughs> so fifteen million people. That's a huge market for for ads. If if they can do it in some way that doesn't yeah. just make people go mm, nope nope yeah yeah because that does turn people off. But you know. If you adopt a free to play model up front, you know, like like Planet Side Two, for instance, was all is all free to play since uh, since the beginning. They never had a sub- subscription fee at all, and they've done uh, pretty well, obviously for themselves. They're still running and still generating content, and um, you know the the problem is, like I said, you have to be very careful with their free to play um, because it can it can get real real. Um, Harry, if, if it starts being, hey, this item makes me overpowered if I pay, so if I don't buy that item, I you know, automatically suck at the game or something. But yet you, know? you need to make it enticing enough that they still they want generate to. income. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And League, well, League of Legends does that. Oh, yep. Oh, Good. I, I think League of Legends does that pretty well, where like you have to pay to get access to the character you want to play, or you can play all the free ones for the week, mm-hmm. and those change like every three or four days or whatever. And the only thing that you actually end up paying for then besides the characters themselves are color schemes or different outfits for the character. Yeah. And that is one of those things where, like, I, when I first got started, I was paying this money and then I spent some more money. And then, but I don't know. Well, because you $200 into it. I was going to say, you go in probably going, you, you think, like, oh, I'm going to pay nothing. I'm going to yeah, get these guys. And then you get in there and you're like, man, I look really good at black. Or yeah, look yeah. Re- and then, like, you just start doing it's all this stuff. Dumb. You start <laughs> playing Ken doll dress up with your I character. Yeah. It's, no, you do it in MMOs. Really Everybody does. does that, right? You know, you get your tier levels and gear and wow. And you're like, oh, I got to get that. I've got to get it to match. Yeah. It could be kind of the same layout. Otherwise, yeah. you end up looking like a rainbow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I guess the, the, the last question here is, is uh, can, a, can a, a full pay MMO switch to free to play and not die? Like, if you look at, uh, well, like, Battlefront. 
Was Star Wars the? There was a Not Star Wars. Uh, the Old Battle. Republic. No, no, no. Before Old Republic, there was wasn't oh, an MMO. Think, uh, it was, it wasn't uh, an MMO. No, you're, you're thinking of uh, uh, what Star Wars Galaxies? Galaxies. There we go. Galaxies went was pay, and then I believe went free. Uh, I don't know addition, if it ever went to free. It did. It, it, did, it, it, it did. It went free, and in addition to free, they like opened everything up and yeah. pretty much pissed everybody off because they, no, they, they changed the game engine too. Or whatever, well, you could also go to Jedi almost immediately yeah, when they yeah. went that route. Yeah, so and it, it changed the experience entirely because it went, when it was Galaxy's Pay, and at least at the beginning, it was hard. Right, to get there, Jedi. there were like very impossible. few Jedi running yeah. around, which sort of helped with the the whole thing. But you, the game was flawed in other ways because you couldn't really go to space when it was that way either. You know, so you were like. Yay, I can run around these couple of planets and I can yeah, survey. Yeah, once the expansion came out, Jump Lightspeed, they, they tried to fix some of that, but it was still... The, there was there not enough content not in, enough the, content in the missions. The missions were too boring. Yeah, like They didn't. They, really they, they really needed to recreate TIE Fighter yeah. in space or something but like that. To answer Chris's <laughs> question, I don't know. I think ones that were pay and then went free to play, it delays the inevitable. They are already on their way out, which is why they had to go to that free-to-play method to try and get more people in, and it's the it's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Dungeons & Dragons Online is now free-to-play. Yep. DC Universe, free-to-play. Like, these are games that I bought, paid subscriptions to, and don't play anymore. Yeah. Um, Old Republic is now free-to-play. I haven't touched it since the game came Star out. Star Trek Online? Star Trek Online is also free-to-play. Have not touched Five it. Head. Five, yes, with five at the glorious character. We should, uh, the, we should to fill in the inside joke here. I made a uh, a science officer that at the time he was like a follower, isn't that what it was? It was like one of my officers for the yes. thing. And I, you can like create, you can like adjust your guys. And I made him like the most horrendous. I made him a humanoid with really long uh, arms and legs, and he was like super skinny. And then you can like put like movement style, and there's like an insect species yes. in in Star Trek, and yes. I made him have the movement style, so he was like, and he had this gigantic forehead, and it was like balding, except for just this ring of hair. <laughs> in so fact, I, I was gonna say, I, I kind of we should like log in and get a picture of him because that would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, screenshot yes. it, put it in there. there. Yeah, yes. on the Facebook. I, I don't know if I still have the account credentials, but anyway, it, it was hilarious because he would he would like, make these weird you know moves, and he'd be like. Rubbing his head <laughs> uh, for for our listeners, yeah. Ryan's doing some weird insecty yes. mantis type insect moves. moves, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he was he was really Trying twitchy to clean and, there. and he had this. That. It was probably measured in feet, the, the length of his forehead. Was, that's why it was, he did not have was, a forehead. He had a five head. Yes. He did have a five head. Yes. Right, On the Norwood so. scale of balding, he was gone. <laughs> okay, I guess my one last thing before I. I uh, consider this topic you know dead and we can we can go on is uh, destiny is uh, destiny an mmo no i think it has mmo characteristics but it is not but it's supposed to be a persistent world that they say might last 10 years that sounds an awful lot like wow but free yeah. to play other than you buy, the to buy the game yeah which... and and potentially you might have to buy destiny expansion discs each year i mean right i mean like assassin's creed it's an it is, you know, kind of a continuing thing, and you're buying expansions every year. Frickin' Activision is all I gotta say. <laughs> that that buying stuff gets so old. Uh, yeah. And, like, Warcraft, I, I've bought it. I, I have to add up how much money I've actually spent on War, oh, Warcraft. It's... And just go... And really just, like, yes. Have a stroke at that It's all auto-drops. You don't even think about it, and you're like... 
I've, I've been on this for <laughs> That's how the long? worst, yes. too, when you miss that cancel and it hits and you're like, dang it! And then you you're feel like, like obligated to play what you don't want to play. You're like, I'm just going to quit, but I just resubscribed uh, for six months. And then you don't yes. play. And you're like, I guess uh, I'll play for six months. Yeah. Six months. It, it's like the Log buffet. You feel like you have to go get your yeah. money's worth. <laughs> One more. You're like, no Bourbon. more. No crab legs. No more. <laughs> Bourbon Street chicken. Bourbon oh, chicken. Yeah. So much Bourbon Street chicken. Well, <laughs> moving on from MMOs, one of, one of the big MMOs, uh, I believe for a while, has been EVE Online. Yes. Which uh, is, is kind of a space-based MMO. Yes. Which moves us into um, a question Nate posed. Yes. Um, where the hell are all the space sims? Yes. They don't seem to exist anymore. <laughs> um, Ryan? Um, why? Why are there no more space sims? You don't like space no, 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 we're blaming Ryan. Ryan, what have you Ryan's done with my space sims? Why haven't you Why? given Nate what he wants? Why? I don't know, but I, I want it too. I mean, I look back, um, the, the three of us played X-Wing, like, way back. Like, right when it first came out. Yes. You know, yeah, I apologize on... in advance. I, I never played. I will accept. You, Dead sir, to me. Accept Dead to me. The Leave the podcast Shun now. The for the rest of this segment, I will be shunned over here in the corner. <laughs> Shun the non-believer. All no, right. I, uh, so, X-Wing, when it came out on floppy disk, and there were, like, freaking 17 floppy disks that it came out. It was, like, TIE Fighter. Yeah. You had so many. Yeah. Well, it was, was like X-Wing as well. There was a ridiculous amount. Anyway, it was awesome. There were so many missions, and it was slightly randomized, wasn't it? Like, how the missions worked out. I mean, you generally had the same objectives, but some of them, the missions were... I guess that was when you got to TIE Fighter, when they well, started no, no, no. randomizing. They were, they were randomized in, in, in that... Um, it was dynamic. It was dynamic. The space, they would do whatever they wanted. You still had to do... Uh, the missions had, like, certain parameters that you had to reach. Right, the objectives yeah. were like, still always the same. If you reloaded it... Some buddies and stuff would fly a different direction. And but your enemies would it, it fly a different epic. direction. Did they have? Stuff. Did they really have story? Mm, they had a little bit. I mean, mm. like Tie Fighter got scenes. into the Thrawn sort of, you know, Admiral Thrawn stuff. But uh, or was that? Like the, they had yeah, cutscenes. No, that was Tie Fighter. That was Tie Fighter. Yeah. But they, the, the carrot on the stick was was getting to the cutscenes. Yeah. Full motion video and that kind of stuff. But, but I really enjoyed even just the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I you know these these. Uh, escort missions where you, you were doing an escort mission through this like debris field or whatever for like 10 minutes before anything really big happened and I still had fun with that yeah. Yeah. because there was like a whole convoy you had to protect and you're like flying around and, and you, I don't know maybe it's maybe it's just me but I really enjoyed that and like when that happens in it, okay so we move forward and games like these pretty much don't exist anymore yep and when little bits of aspects of this come back in like uh when we played uh Halo Reach. No, Halo Reach. 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 With yeah. the, when you played Reach with, yeah, and you went into space. space. Yeah. You awesome. have to say that that was that was like a holy, you know, your jaw drop yes. at how awesome that oh, was. Oh yeah. yeah. They could have made a whole separate game with they downloadable really, content. They really could. They could. Seriously. They I would have paid money. Bunch. Paid money. Destiny. Cash, Cash. Cash money. Cash. I would have, I would have paid I would have paid with Ryan's wait Ryan's card no Ryan's money Ryan's buying everybody wait wait a second yeah he's a good guy like, like that. that yes oh um, no <laughs> but but seriously I um I did I love that in Halo and I thought I thought like those elements haven't been around in a long time yeah they really yeah, like, haven't but it felt a lot I don't know what you guys you know, because you you did play the X Wing, the Tie Fighter, the X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Yep. Uh, X Wing Alliance, Alliance, right? Jedi Starfighter, even it felt like yeah. that. Even. Sure, sure. Yeah. So you you play those, and then you played Halo Reach, and it felt very close. It just felt modern and polished. Yeah. Except for it only lasted for about 
five to ten minutes. It's a little more arcadey, right? Because you don't have all the options. Right, you couldn't change your shields. There was no no strategy really. You know, you couldn't. Yep. You couldn't do some of the the big stuff. But yeah, I think I think if they came out with one of these, I I really want them to kickstart one of these. I know we talked about that during the the Kickstarter segment that uh, that uh, we should have had a. Tie fighter. Yeah, I do believe we did say that. But yes, the problem is that they've been on PC, right? The uh, the space sims have been primarily on there because of the control schemes. Um, There hasn't been. They could do it though. But no, no, they could, and that's the thing is maybe there's just not been enough money, right? Maybe this is what publishers have seen that there's just the numbers aren't there. Shooters sell that we got to show. I know. I I never played Tie Fighter, but I did play uh, Wing Commander. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Halo 4, which is so yeah, I know, I know exactly what that is, and the same thing with Halo Four, which would have been awesome if they did what Assassin's Creed did with the with the naval battles, where they're like, hey, we're just going to go ahead and make the next game or a kind of side game focus around this game mechanic would have been awesome. Halo Space Battle, um, but I mean, God. the mechanics kind of have existed elsewhere. Um, there was an Xbox original game um, that I can't think of the name of. That was a uh, fighter pilot game. Um, I'm gonna. I, yeah, I'm, I'll not, I'm not gonna look it up. I, There was an Xbox arcade one that that, that Nate showed out. me. Yeah, uh, but it was it was really rough. I mean, it was like worse graphics than than even uh, X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Yeah, you know, it was it was, it was, really it was definitely it was like, like 480 indie, indie developed, <laughs> yeah. very. And you know, this is where like. The Kickstarter thing is coming. You know, Chris Roberts, who did um, he did Wing Commander. He did Wing Commander. He's yeah. going to be making a, uh, a new game called Star Citizen, and this has been kickstarted. And he's got he reached his goal and a beyond and everything else. He's still got people donating to him on his site, um, and it looks awesome. He's got this demo of it, and it's you know a full cockpit. You know, the guy gets in, and you can look around, see all the controls and everything. And you know, this would go something that'd be awesome with like Oculus Rift, right? You know, right, where you can right. have that. Um, that full immersion factor, but if they could bring that, so I know, good. right? I can just it, imagine uh, buying into this and like, getting yes, like a legit like cockpit mod the race seat. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, a race yeah. seat. You could, put yeah. your rift on and you're like, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Same same thing for MechWarrior. I mean, I realize we're not talking oh, about no. yeah. sim, but I mean, it's if you've got to bring that up. That goes to a point that I made earlier is before the show, I said something about how sims are just dead. Yeah, and Ryan, you you had a you had a yeah, counter yeah. to that, but they're they're not really dead, right? It's just very specific genres are dead. Like racing sims are right. still out there. You get mm-hmm. games like uh, the F one series by Codemasters, so twenty ten through it looks like they're making a twenty thirteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's been successful enough that they're continuing with that. Uh, there's a lot of race sims that are out. You got Forza Motorsport. You got uh, Gran Turismo mm-hmm. franchise. And then you've seen new ones pop up just here recently, mm-hmm. like uh, Dirt, you know, which is sort of the rally yeah, side of yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. A Grid series came up. Uh, Project Gotham Racing came and went. Yeah. And sort yeah, of been, been yeah. recycled yeah. now. And there's the Forza. burnouts. You know, they have the arcade ones. But I, maybe Need that's... for Speed. I would not say that that's a sim, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't... Are you, what are you talking about? I drive like, like that all the time. Initiate drift. This e-break isn't realistic at all. But there's... Like, that is just racing. Like, That's nothing true. goes back to... Flight, like, sims, flight sim? Flight sims in general have been... Yeah. Where the hell are they? There's yeah. just... There was Flight Simulator just Microsoft 10. Flight Simulator. Yeah. yeah and that was 10. it. Is that 10? That was it? Yeah. And then they're done? They're done? Really? Yeah. And space sims have kind of, you know... They've, yeah, they've yeah. really gone away. Yeah, pretty much they just dropped off the map. 
I, mean, I, I don't know. Is it just because it's hard to code for that kind of like you know, in an I, MMO? I, I audience, audience. They need to bring the audience in. You know, like with racing, uh, Forza, it, it gets as complicated as you want it to. If you want it to be arcade, you can. You can play with a controller and make it arcade. Or you can make it realistic, get your wheel, get everything sitting the, like you're really driving and the, the response is there. Uh, with Space Sims, it's it's not quite as grounded with that. And so... I don't know no, if I... But they have to... They, it's not grounded in, in the reality. And so what I mean is they've got to have it so they can bring people in that aren't the normal audience to pay for this. That You know, right. how do you entice somebody to go fly in selling a... all kinds of controllers and stuff back. I mean, if you picked up a 1996 Best Buy ad, there would be four or five different pictures yeah. of flight stick controllers. Hardcore throttles and super controllers. Yeah, and none of that stuff is is being sold anymore. And maybe it's because nobody's interested. It's the walled garden. Yeah, well, they, do you think well, maybe some of it is um, that that the audience is missing? Like a lot of these games are Star Wars based, and you kind of had when Star Wars came out and was finishing up in in the seventies and eighties. You had these games when the systems first came out that everybody was like, "I want to play a Star Wars game. I want to yeah. I want to be in Star Wars, so yeah. I want to play that." Since Star Wars. Has there there hasn't really been anything to kind of energize people and be like I want to yeah. play a space sim yeah. I want to be in this game in space flying around same thing with um with the flight sims I mean there there isn't really a an existing market outside of actual pilots who could probably go fly their own plane yeah that would want to play a flight sim but with racing racing is real you yeah. can watch racing on TV so yeah. why wouldn't a racing sim make sense exactly. to all these people who are like you know I'm never going to drive a, a NASCAR or an F1 car. But I can do it in this game. Yeah. So is it, just, is it just that there's there's not enough market saying, "Hey, we want to play games like this" to to encourage these games to exist? Well, it could know. be it could be science fiction in general too. If you've noticed, uh, there's in, in the past there's been a lot of TV shows that were science fiction based. We had Star Trek in the '90s, and we had you know a nonstop Star Trek all the way through, and Stargate and everything like that, Farscape. All those shows came, and then now they're all dead. Like, there's nothing on TV to entice people into space at this point. I I think it has more to do with the shift in market share for gaming to consoles. Mm. When you get hardcore gamers that make the leap, I mean, back in the day, hardcore gamers, you know, you weren't hardcore gaming on a Nintendo or a Mm -hmm. Super Nintendo. I mean, you did that. But you didn't, you know, that that wasn't the that top was of your stuff, right? right. But you had so a so taking these sims to you know the console side, I think is more difficult. You know, I think uh, the racing, even with race sims, vast majority still use controllers to play that. I mean, even the yeah, uh, like I've been privi- privileged enough to meet some of the fastest guys in some of the racing communities, and a lot of them still use controllers. I mean, there are some guys that use wheels, and yeah, I would. I'm kind of worried that if some of these super fast guys ever got a wheel, that they would just be, you know, light years <laughs> even more fast. Because I know what it did for me when I got, you know, something that immersed me even more into it, and you get the feedback and whatnot. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know what's what's missing with flight sims. I really do think that we need another one, and, and I'm not talking about. Um, do you think that that Bioware could take what they have with Old Republic? I know we were talking about the MMO and stuff, but do you think if they made an expansion and put their storytelling schemes behind it and did something with this tied in with, you know, Old Republic and you have a ship and everything? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Could could they pull people in finally? And to make that, you know, an immersive thing that that maybe jumpstarts them to making another Star Wars type game like this. I think what would, if you just high def released X Wing, 
I don't think it would. I don't think it would fly. No. I mean, we'd buy it. Yeah, yeah we would buy. People it. that play the original, <clears throat> we're bought but, in though. Like, right, right, exactly. We already know how yeah. good it is, but you wouldn't attract the masses with that. Yep. What it what what those games really missed were the dialogue, the character building. Yeah. You didn't really know your character in X Wing. You didn't really know. You, well. In your Tie Fighter, were all just code names, you know, right? In, in like Tie Fighter, one, you had like two. that little book that gave you some backstory on who your character was, and they made a little bit more effort to tell some story in it, as opposed to X Wing, you were just you know Red Five, nameless, or, nameless you know. pilot, yeah. Right, yeah. you were part of a squadron, and you were known by your Porkins. your color and your. <laughs> we seem to be having a problem. <laughs> having trouble, her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. There is a little bit of that that now people expect more from it. You know, they expect the dialogue. They expect some of that character building. They expect some they kinda, leveling up. They kind of did that with and, X-Wing Alliance. And like I, they just, with yeah, telling that they story, did. like, that you were brothers and, and, you know, like all kinds of... You, ha- you were a private sector guy, and you yeah. got driven to join the, the rebellion because of what the Empire did to your family station. Whether mm-hmm. it's Whether it is Halo or whether it is... Star Wars or whatever. If a space sim comes out, I think one other aspect that will really make it uh, do well is if you can own whatever fighter it is that you you uh, are are flying. If you can, like, oh, it I makes see what you mean. it Buy makes in. you can like, you're like, like, like Mech Warrior, yeah, where, where exactly. you can you can purchase in on a you know. I mean, it makes a ton of sense for Star Wars, right? Like, if, if you have a ragged ass. You know, X-wing because they were a hodgepodge crew anyway, right? So you you buy in this little uh, raggedy X-wing that's already the seen. Incom T sixty five. Right, right, and yeah. and you know you've got three working lasers out of four, and you know you start out from there, and you get more powerful lasers, and you, you sort of upgrade and mod, and you get a better R two <sighs> unit or or whatever. I got a great and, idea. We can uh we could make a a place uh, a market, if you will, where these people could sell parts, and then we could monetize it. Oh my! Blizzard, <laughs> Diablo. We're not bitter at all. No, no, not, no, not, not at all. Um, no, no, no. But if you did it, that, it does cause, sound because part of that, like even the racing ones, right? I mean, if you look at Flight Simulator, yep, you could not own your own planes. You couldn't you could, mod you them. Could fly the plane, mm-hmm. and that it was, was it. It was always a plane. It was the same plane, right? Yeah, every single time. Then you know, but changed versus for it. versus, uh, you look at a lot of the the more successful. Uh, racing sims, you buy the cars and you can change you up the rims. You have a garage, you yeah, can, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. You got a garage and you're like, you're like, yeah, this is my baby here, you know. And you can exactly. do some of that. It's stuff. the Eve approach, right, where you can own lots of different ships and you, you. Eve is an interesting one. I think it's kind of underplayed as far as the MMOs slash space sims go. Yeah, you know, and I, I think it's just that there's so much there, and and like we know there's so much there on Eve that you're just kind of like, ah, I don't know if I'm ready for that. It's not. A, it, it is. It takes a lot of buy-in, first and foremost. Second of all, it's not a very good, like, it's not an action game, right? You're not flying the craft around doing crazy maneuvers. It'd be a different story that. if you could fly it. Yeah. <laughs> a, another good uh, tie-in with the MMOs that you were saying or like Old Republic, what if you had, if you could combine those two audiences somehow? You get your strategy guys that like to play EVE, that like to control the one big craft and your give them war that. planner types yep, that are in the planner. capital ship exactly and then you have yes. your other guys flying your fighters Why are you not doing this battle <laughs> battle zone style which is an old and you can, pc game you can you even do that with, the... with uh star wars here you got your yeah. monkamari crews exactly. your yeah. star destroyers your interdictors your mm-hmm. frigates all kinds of crazy capital ships that you could have and when people get like rank in the game and then make that all happen why not yeah it yeah. just makes sense now more and more people like 
heavy raiding was hard for for certain people uh, within you know like an MMO type where you know they had to have the dedication. But with those dedicated players who could put together and become part of a niche team, could run a crew, you know what I mean, on a starship. Why does that not exist? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. They would just. I mean, you could take then to all kinds of different genres rather than just Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah, you know. Is it, yeah, perhaps. Is it, is it, although yeah. Star Trek doesn't really have a whole lot of fighters. Yeah, the True. individual yeah. ship. Yeah, he's talking about like kind but of I'm like that. More uh, like capital ship. What, yeah, yeah. what was that? Artemis. Artemis. Artemis yes. was that spaceship simulator where you had each person ran a different part of the ship where you had your sensor guy and your engineer. It was just a little like uh, indie developed. It was. I think it developed. developed. It, was, yeah. it was kind of fun. That was, it, it was an engineer guy and he was sending things to dudes to put out fires in you, the ship. You yeah. were like the, the train operator. You were like shoveling in more than yeah, he was. Crystals. He was. Yes. You're like, I'm giving it all to God. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, right? Is, so is it, is, it, is it maybe that, it, that there's too much a learning curve in a game like this? Yes, that, that is a, you, have to, you have to have to buy some people. That it's, it's not, you know, Tie Fighter was um, was flying. You know, even Wing Commander was flying. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to it beyond you know actually flying around. So once you got a handle on the controls, then you were pretty good to go. Yep. Is it now that the space sims exist? But there's so much more that you now have to say, I, I want to get in there and fly, and I'm okay with these other pieces, but I don't want to have to spend, you know, a good chunk of the game learning these other pieces before I get to fly. I would say they're actually not even, there's, you say they still exist. I don't even think they do. I've seen maybe a few. Like, there was Evercron Mercenary, which was like a, a an independent developed PC game a few years ago, but like, there's not been short of some indie like there's not been triple a buy-in and i think that's what it needs it needs some publisher to take a risk on it and figure out a way to get everybody involved back into it and suck it in and like i said having it, it bioware would be a perfect like example of somebody that could pull you know you got to have a genre mash really if if eve could do it that would be that would be do you the, think though that like that maybe like maybe tying in with your comment is that there's so much of a buy-in because of how much you want the scope of the game to get to it. Yeah. There's too many pieces that you can't, you have to like kind of break them apart yeah. and put them off to the side as separate games or separate DLCs that you have Making to have. It. Yeah. Because there's just so much going into a game. Like you take Warcraft and then you, if you had the same type of, of combat system with Warcraft, with people, and then you, you kind of, or like Planet Side. Planet Side 2 is a yes. better option. Okay. So you've got that where you have, a planet that you want to take, and then there's certain sections of the planet that you have to take. You've got vehicles and mechs and walkers and all kinds of other things that go into that. And then you take that to the next meta level, which is up in space, yeah. or you know even just air superiority within the planet. Yeah. And then go to space. Is and this then... not Eve? Huh? Is this not how no. Eve works? No, 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 not at all. Um, well, Eve is. I mean, it's, it's sector based. Sector. It's sector based, but yeah. Yeah. they had um the only thing Eve recently did, which was add the uh. uh Dust five 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 one four five one four Dust five one four. They had the PlayStation game that was made that was a tie-in. That's a first-person shooter where they could have um, a, basically the ground battle on a planet happening in Eve Eve's world. Well, I'm going to go ahead and jump in here. Um, speaking of compartmentalization and and people not getting what they want, uh, <laughs> we're going to move to um, the desire for a la carte TV. Ooh, yes. yes. Why why does this not exist or does it exist now that things like Hulu and Netflix and and independent uh television providers now exist? I mean, um you know, Josh, what what are you not doing to make this happen? I did, I am doing everything in my power to make this happen. I think we're getting there. 
we're getting there. I think with what happened with the Emmy Awards and how House of Cards, which is a Netflix supported show, right. like they're it's, the it's ones their that, original. Yeah, it is their actually, original yeah. thing that they put all the money into it. They bought all those it's people. It's actually in. a Britain show that they. I know, yeah, but, but I'm saying the, wait, the yeah, remix. This wait, is a Netflix yes. run yeah, yeah, thing. Wait, wait, Netflix wait, run American TV ripped off a British TV show. Yeah, that's never happened. Yeah, yeah, that hasn't no. happened. Never happened. <laughs> the Office, Top Gear, Office. <laughs> it just uh, goes Sherlock. On Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock. Yeah. I, don't even, I almost said Doctor Who, and I was about to revoke any <laughs> science fiction fan credit card. Oh yeah, credit mm. taken. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. so um, I think that that's it, it's getting there. We're we're getting to that point. People are starting to notice. Actors are starting to notice. Yeah. Um, that that they're starting to realize people want content, and they don't want to have to worry about how people are going to get that content. Whether that content had jumps through twenty different zillion legal ramifications because it can't be aired on this thing before this gets released and everything else. No one fucking cares. Yeah. No one does. Anybody who watches TV wants to just watch their show and be done with at it. At any time, too. At any time yeah. when it affects Not... them. Their schedules no longer matter. The 24-hour news places and all those other kinds of things have uh, tried to, you know, monopolize on that because they know when people are home and when people can watch these types of things. And they've tried to put it so that, that these kinds of shows take over those areas. And I think people want to watch what they want to watch when they want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I think that... that Cable stuff is going to start withering because more and more people are cutting the cable. Yeah. Yep. They're done with it. I, I haven't paid for cable since, like, probably 2006. Yeah. I'm fine I mean, with it. I mean, how many... You have... Well, we still have uh, Dish, or, Dish. well, DirecTV. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so Satellite. Uh, but to be to be fair, uh, there's only a handful of shows that, right. that we watch, and... and Honestly, most of them are shows that my wife watches, and maybe she could get those maybe a season later, but maybe she could get those on on other shows. But that's now, the hard part. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of I was to say that's kind of where I stand is I have I have FiOS, but I mean I watch all of half a dozen channels for specific reasons, and that's it. And I would I mean, say right, and half so, a dozen if, is yeah, about right. If half I could a dozen it down channels. to just those, and you can't get just those channels. You have to buy that the super mega huge yeah, package yes. exactly to get the three channels you want because they know those three channels are the three channels you want. So they bundle them along with, you know, the Bassmasters channel and and but the Golf channel. channel the, and I, I've heard it. The Watching Grass Grow channel. <laughs> I've heard it taken favorite. the other way, where somebody has said, somebody has said that they. Uh, you know, they're afraid that the new content would be stymied because people would only want these three channels and you wouldn't get this great, awesome thing from this other channel that nobody watches. Well, nobody's nobody watching watches it anyway. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't think that that's a valid argument that people could have towards that. Your um, argument is invalid, YouTube. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? I mean... <laughs> uh, to play devil's advocate on that, okay. yeah. I can kind of see what... The cable, why the cable companies do package it the way they do. Would AMC now be as popular as they are, hmm. right? But now they've got some serious, Walking uh, right? right. Yeah. They've got some, they've done a huge, and History Channel, same thing. History Channel's done a couple of shows now that are, I'm serious. The erroneously named History Channel. Like we're right up there with the Learning Channel, Ancient Animal, Aliens, Ancient yeah. Animals. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's what happened. But in the like Top Gear US is uh, on history. Yeah, right. So that's kind of interesting, and yeah. they've got some other like documentary slash reality shows that are on there that, that some people watch. But uh, would these channels have even made it this long 
had things been a la carte? Would we even have Walking Dead now? Or would we have Walking Dead? It would just be on a different channel. I mean, those producers would have found somebody oh, yeah, to yeah, do it. Yeah. So, I, I guess, on on one side, no, I don't think it would be on AMC, you know? Probably not. Here's, this is yeah. me. This is Ryan answering my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... but uh, yeah, I I don't think the AMC would have been the one with Walking Dead. But I think that this content would find its would way find out. out. Yeah, right. it's like, yeah. gee, serialized zombies, which zombies are huge. Were huge, you know, when it came when out. it came so, out. Well, I mean, they still, still kind of are. Yeah. But it's like, gee, a serialized show. People are going to watch this. It came out in October. Horror time. It's, it was perfect. Like, yeah. like I could have told them that that would have worked. 10 years ago. It's like, yeah. where were they not thinking of this? There, there's a, there's a video of Kevin Spacey talking at some uh, event and he's making this big, huge spiel about this kind of very topic. But he's also going into this detail about talking about pilots uh, and how American TV's all brought up about these stupid pilots. You get all this money together and you film a damn pilot and you put a pilot together. And if your pilot wins, you win. Yeah. And he's like, I'm done with that. Pilots, you don't need a pilot to try to get people invited in this. You put together a show, and you tell your 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 story. Like, and and Stoughton will probably agree with with how um, Babylon Five was written. You know, in in a in a giant section, but everything correlates, everything revolves back around it. Rather than this, we put a nice little handy pilot out there. One it's hour, terrible. One hour happy time. It's, it's terrible, but then like. It, People bought into it at the at the the concept the, sounded good, you know? right? Yeah. And people yeah. bought into it at the TV level, and they're like, okay, well, let's put this team together, and we'll put it together for a, a season. And then you have something like Lost, where first couple of seasons are great, then everybody's like, yeah, this Lost is great, and then third's kind of ridiculous, and then it just trails off. Yeah, because it's dead. They don't have any way of where they're going to go with it. Heroes. They can't. Yes, yes. Right. Exactly. perfect example. Great concept. And he said that he was going to only have you know first se- like the first season this group of people, second season was going to be a, a whole, whole new, new level. People. Everybody flipped out because oh god, we can't get rid of characters that right. we've already grown to love. Right. And that's the the I hate when people can't just let go of something. And that's that's kind of the interesting thing that's come from uh, going back to uh, stealing British television, uh, British series. A lot of the ones I've watched, they are a half dozen episodes, maybe seven or eight episodes. Right, yeah. And they, they have in mind, this is what we're going to do in this time frame. We're going to make this series three seasons long, and that's it. Yeah. There's no, yeah. you know, cliffhanger at the end, hoping we get, you know, renewed for another season. It's, yes. we're making three seasons. And that's it. And, and that's, that's it. it. It's like, yeah, it's like the, the Japanese do this with their anime, too. You yes. know, where they, they plan, they know it's going to run a season, or it's going to run for 24 episodes, and that's it, you know. Because that's what they yeah. sell up yeah. front. They yeah. say if you want this, it's you're buying three seasons yep. worth, or yep. you're buying four seasons, yep. or you're yep. buying one season because that's all we've written. Right. You get a better creative work too. Then then you're not trying to do filler episodes yeah. and, well, and monsters of the week and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Well, Heroes really suffered from this, didn't they? Because the Writers Guild strike happened in the middle of the second season. Yes, yeah. and it was like they didn't have any content. Yeah, they how didn't, the they, hell they does have, that happen? Yeah, they didn't have the whole second season, so they just cut it off. Yeah, right. And that was that was. Probably for heroes, it would have been better if they'd have been like, you know, the writer strike's happening. We're gonna cliffhanger on this episode. We'll come back when the writer strike's done and finish what we were gonna finish, as opposed to just we're gonna finish with an oh, ending terrible. that we didn't intend to finish on. Yeah, and just you know, nobody's gonna come back because you killed the show. Yeah, I, I didn't. I I didn't even finish. Like I think season three. I think I might have finished maybe half of it. Yeah, didn't you, even you took the good way out. Yeah, yeah I was really just like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, it was, it was done. So okay. Back to the topic at hand, uh, I do think that they need 
uh, quasi something live on if you have a, a streaming service, whether it's uh, Amazon Instant or whether it's Hulu or Netflix or, or any one of these, I do think they need Netflix news. You know what I mean? I think it needs a live channel that you don't get if you just cut out cable entirely. Right? I guess you can get you local news. I was going to say, you get local news and plus. But, but do you, have you tuned into locals? Do you tune into locals much? No. Sadly, I don't. I rely so you, you, on the internet. I don't on the internet, all I do is yeah. I rely on like social media for most of my stuff now because somebody will say something or it'll get posted on and to then, a local news read channel it, or you'll within go see Facebook online and I'll, yeah. go, and I'll yeah. read it or whatever. Yeah, I think we're, how we're absorbing content is changing too. I think so, my my problem with that is just because the twenty four hour news cycle happens, and this is maybe my my criticism of the twenty four hour news cycle is that it spins things. It makes things like try to get people to watch the 24-hour news thing. Right, because your news, your news becomes a... It becomes, becomes less a news. It yes. becomes... we got to get people to watch. To Let's watch. Or sensationalize this mundane, stupid thing so people will tune in yes. for more than five minutes and go, all right. right. Want to watch Kid Fly Kite? News at 11. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, it, it is, it is that bad. And I think that yeah, having, news at 11. having to fill 24 hours with news and regurgitate the same news over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then what if, half what the if time, it wasn't actually 24 hours worth of content? What if it was eight? Mm. Right? What if it was eight hours and then you got a triple repeat? You know, so you, you repeated the same thing. So you that's got, you, that's kind of what they do now. A three peak. Oh my! <laughs> no, I mean, so, so let's say you had instead of twenty-four hours worth of of stuff just kind of spread too thinly on the on the slice of bread, you know. What I mean, versus if you did eight hours or four hours, even you know, and you just looped it. You're I don't I don't know about you, but I don't sit there and watch twenty-four hours worth of news no, or even no. four hours worth. I of think news. I got to about a point where I was watching maybe two to three hours worth okay. of it. So if and then I just that, got done. I was sure. it was overlooked. So now it's just little little bits and pieces. So and if have, you do that though, if you have like the different, I mean, you could fill four eight hours worth of news with the stuff that's happening. You know, right? Uh, you have a financial section of it. You have a, a you know a headline section. You have I don't know entertainment Something. if that's what you're into. I like guess. yeah, whatever. Yeah, could you do like a could you do news at you know the like how local news is at, you know, five or six, you do a news from, you know, five Eastern to, you know, six Pacific times. So you cover all the time zones in the U.S. and they all have a dedicated news period. Does it have and to that's be it. live or could it could be like taped and then distributed? It could, you be, have, it could be that. You have like four different channels. So if you want to learn about the... Like today's news. And today's you, news, you could do the news, or you could do, you know, entertainment if that's your thing. And yeah, and like, maybe that makes like more sense. Two or three hours of that and repeat it, or you maybe know that what? makes more sense. Now, one thing that I I think will be the next evolution on this to help with it is right now you can only there's only so many episodes you can watch in a row of any one show on Netflix. I think you can go like five episodes, or maybe it's three episodes before they make you confirm that you want to still watch more. Yeah. Or something like right, that. Right, because they, they pay per episode watch, so yeah, they have to make sure. sure that somebody is actually watching it and it's not just running in the background constantly. While you're sleeping or, yeah, or whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> but if they if they did it so that you could line up, like, add to my queue these, and I, you know, these are what I'm adding to my queue, and maybe you have to pay more to do it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. But if you did it that way and you said, I want to watch this, and then followed by this, and then followed by this, rather than going through the menus each time, it would feel more like you're watching TV than it does 
a la carte stuff. And you can back out and change it or, or whatever you want to do. But if you're like, I want to watch the news and then I want to watch, watch, watch this show. You so know, if you're watching, like, you're saying like a playlist it. instead of just a queue, a yeah. playlist that you can yes. set up to automatically. Yes. It's funny that they through. call it that on Netflix. They're like instant queue, but it's not really. You have it's to. Not it's not a queue. You just to. you have it. It's in your yeah. thing, so you can go scroll over to it. But yeah. it's like you have to, like you said, each episode. I, but that's the part of their pay structure. Is that right what it is? Right. Yeah. You pay per because episode. You pay, you pay per episode. They stream out. So. I didn't know that. So I'm I watching. It was just a I believe so. Licensing. I watched Mad Men on Netflix, and it. Automatically, it, like when when it, I watched it on a computer, so it would go, it, it would show the next episode's gonna come play, and it was playing the uh, credits or whatever for the last one. And right. It was like a ten second thing. Yeah, and before then it, it played would, the next, and one? it would auto play the next one. But you only get that for like up to three or four. Probably, or but I'd move the mouse around so it knows I was there because I was clicking on stuff. Yeah. I'd pause it and then go to the bathroom, come back, and then pause. Which is awesome, right? Yeah, you can do that like, with live TV. Yeah, you can do that. Now, Unless you have well, a, a, like a... Well, like DVR and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I yeah. get that. But. Now, here's the other thing. If they incorporated um, more channels, it will cost Netflix more money. Right. Right? So, yeah. is your are you okay with them getting more content if it costs you more? I think given... Or, or, or like, if they introduce some sort of thing where between shows, not like in the middle of your show, but would you be okay with... Commercials between episodes. As I would long pay, as, Oh, go ahead. As long as there was another payment to take away the commercials, oh. I would do. I well, would, me, would do. I, the, I would be okay. Pro, like, yeah. You know what, yeah, like if you give me a level that I can yep. get to, so I can get the same Netflix I'm I'm paying before, but then I've got selection and I'm also getting more stuff. Yeah. As long as and you're no constantly yeah. adding new stuff. Yeah. Right. That when I start seeing the same stuff or that starts to taper off, yep. something not new to watch that I, is just uninteresting or not exciting and is is terrible. Like some people just can't get into certain shows. I can get into a show and just keep watching. Yep. Right. But this like if if they give me an opportunity to pay them a, a specific amount of money more so I don't have to do it like I do that with Spotify. Like I spend the 10 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to sit through commercials. So control it. I control it. I can I can listen to it in the car because it's now I have access to their mobile, so I do that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I would uh I would I would argue that I would pay like double or more what I pay now yeah. if I could get this season show too. Like yep. give me Breaking Bad now and I could watch it on as know, it comes out. As yeah, it comes exactly. out, yeah, yeah. And I would double my net. I mean, I would pay more for that honestly yeah. too. I mean, if you think about it, most people's demand. cable bills are. At least sixty or seventy bucks, yeah. maybe into the hundreds. Yeah, so depending I'm only on what channel they on stream. And you're, so, I mean, you're, you've got commercials with that, and you've, you've got, got commercials. Yeah, yeah. If I had to pay, you know, forty or fifty bucks for, you know, the half dozen things I wanted, no commercials. You know, I would do it. I, would yeah. do I think it. Yeah. everybody would do that. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Is Which is they... interesting because Netflix, you're looking at sub ten bucks. Yeah, right? yeah. Like give yeah. me show, like give me Showtime. Let me buy a subscription without buying cable or just yeah. HBO. Yeah, watch that HBO, HBO show. Yeah. 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 HBO has the uh, the HBO so I get Bill thing. Yep. with Netflix. But, but you but have, you to, have, have cable. to have a cable. Yeah, does not make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Take it one step further. Right now, if you want HBO, you have to buy all of HBO. Right. Right. What if? I mean, you you buy all of HBO, right? Like if you if HBO you buy is, you know, HBO, HBO for HBO two, HBO family, oh, right, right. And, and and you're like, well, I only want to watch True Blood, or I only want to watch, yeah. you know, The Tudors, or I only want to watch yeah. Game of Thrones, right? You can't just do that. Yeah. But yeah. what if you could? You know, what if it's like twenty bucks and you get 
you get access to that is season. It, that the oatmeal that did the thing of like trying to buy trying us, to buy Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It's like, like, like I want to give you money. Jimmy, give you money to get. Why can't I do this without? You know, he's like literally. I had to just pirate it because yeah. he just he did. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wants to, he wants to give you money just <laughs> for like, just I want to pay you to watch Game of pay, Thrones. Yes. But I, I, you know, I can't buy it on iTunes. I, I can't pay you through Netflix. I can't give money directly to HBO. You have left me no choice but to to pirate it. It's the it's one of the most pirated shows, isn't it? And then yeah, they have the numbers and then, on then, it. And part of the, the reason is, is you got to have he's the... okay with that because it's it's infamous. People will still buy the seasons. Yeah, I think he, I think he backtracked that a little bit when oh, did he? when HBO. Or somebody kind of snapped him and was like, no, no, that's no you're not, not cool. okay with that. <laughs> well, he's like, I, I think he is okay with, okay with it. With they it. told him he was not okay with it. Right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rubbish. Yeah. All it is. Like, legit, I would be okay with paying extra money to have specific shows. Like, yes. if you have to go by the show, fine. If you want to do it by channel, also fine. Yeah. Right. If you get to a point where Netflix can't do both of those options, mm. plus have, you know, commitments for news and entertainment type stuff, weather type thing, like weather in your area, and you just update your zip code and it, poof, there's weather. Even yeah. if it's just a web page. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, how is that not a bad thing? That, yeah. that I mean, you could even tool in from Weather Channel if they yeah. want to do it from that. I don't care. However they want to do it, there's no reason why this can't happen with the technology today. And people will pay for it. Yeah. I hate, That's to, say it. I hate to say it, but Microsoft might be shoehorning themselves in to this market. Using and Netflix, the TV on the... Netflix is huge right now, right? Yes. And now the next the Xbox One has two HDMI ports on the back so that you can take your set-top box and go into the Xbox with that so it can sort of uh, stream in. Now, wait. That's okay. just the first step. I right? I, I got to think that that's just the first step. And then Microsoft... What if Microsoft becomes a broadcaster? What, what's the problem? You still have to have a cable. Is yeah, that the you problem? still have to have a cable. Well, right I mean, now you still have to have a cable. That's what I'm saying. That's what the idea would be... But why now, you, like, now, mean, you're, now you're looking at that as your medium. You hook you, up your iPad yeah. through that? No, no, no. no, no, no. Like, like, no, no. like AMC comes to Microsoft and says, we want to run a channel through your system. Okay. Oh, and yeah. so now AMC is broadcast right. through. Right, so now you've got an app. And they're doing it now, you, right, with ESPN. Yeah, but that doesn't require stuff. an extra HDMI port that all adds I'm, an extra all cost I'm saying, to... All I'm saying I get is what you're saying. because they're getting you to associate TV with your Xbox... They've been trying to do this for a long time. Though. I know, but nobody else is doing it. You're not doing this on your PS3? No. You're not doing this on your Xbox because now? Because they, they know, like, PS3, is, like, they're trying to just say that this is strictly for... Sorry, I can't talk. Gaming? Gaming, yes. Oh, PS4, you mean? So, yeah, I mean, this is like Steam OS. Can we legitly say that that they're going to allow TV kind of stuff to come through? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But they're but I, trying I, to catalog that to a point where I get what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to work because nothing has ever worked like that. Well, I, I'm calling it now. Right. That that Microsoft is shoehorning their way into the TV market. So oh, absolutely! As, as soon as this this starts working, you're like, "Wow, that's a nice interface." For those that still have a set top box, right. they're going to be like, "This is a nice interface. It'd work better if I could just get the channel directly through Microsoft." And then when Microsoft becomes yeah. a broadcaster, it changes the game. Yeah, that's it changes good. the game no, entirely. That's that's awesome. Like if it gets to that point, I don't think it's going to get to that point. 
Well, I'm, I'm calling it now. All right. I think it might well, be. Well, I was going to say the problem is the big, you got the big companies. They still have to fight against, you know, ABC and CBS and almost Disney. They're going to make their own contracts. They've got to fight against yeah. these guys that have... Yeah, they've got, their, they've, got their, they've got their work laid out for them. But, yeah. um, speaking of game changers and jumping from Microsoft to Apple, mm. uh, Apple just announced with the release of iOS 7, uh, the new game, well, game case, I guess Apple didn't really announce it, but game case is actually a, uh, a controller that will wrap around an iPad mini uh, and through Bluetooth interact with uh, iOS 7's native uh, game controller API to allow you to play games with this game controller as opposed to before with all the touch interfaces. Um, do you guys think this is going to change? This is going to like really make iOS, uh, you know, a, a big gaming thing. Is this going to kill the, what remains of the Vita? And will it, will <laughs> it take a big chunk out of Nintendo? You know, how is this going to change things? Is it no. going to change? Uh, okay, you know, so I, as as the it, only one here with with an iOS, uh, like you guys don't have iPhones, correct? You have iOS devices. Right. Yeah, I have an iPad. He has an okay. iPad. Yeah. So with with the phone, right, and doing gaming on that. I don't know how much gaming you do on your iPad. Probably. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You do a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. All right. I'm going to say that for iPad Mini, this makes a ton of sense. For an iPhone version of this, which they said they're going to do, uh, it makes a ton of sense. I don't think we're going to see it really take off this gen of of phone, but when we get to the iPhone 6 and the next gen of iPads, mm-hmm. oh my god. I really think that Nintendo and Sony should be worried about this. I agree. Because the only thing that's that stopped phones from just obliterating everything else is that you only have a screen interface, and you're using some of the screen to... Is this only for the iPad mini? Or currently, this... currently, this is iOS 7 only. Um, the, for the, the Android devices, um, there actually has already existed this technology for two years now. Yeah. Um, it, you can actually take your, like, say, your 360 or your PlayStation controller, and through a USB, a regular USB to USB mini, you can plug it in and... Google will recognize, or the Android APIs will recognize that it's a game controller. This yeah. is kind of yeah, how yeah. it's kind of how Ouya and uh, the Nvidia Shield thing works. Right, is they already right. support it, and they. I don't now know is, it, really... is it integrated like this? Like, is it a slot that goes into the data They've port got... on the controller that like cradles the phone? Is that how it works? There's a couple of them that are like that, or you could just use the Bluetooth. Yeah, you can just use a regular. Well, it should be Bluetooth, but I mean. Is that it needs to be something where a controller attached to screen? That's right. what I'm thinking. Because if you're like on a on a bus or on a plane or on a blah it makes blah blah, right. right? That's right. why that's why you don't have screen detached from controller on DS or Vita. It so doesn't this, make sense. Is it, is it the screen attachment? Is it you know, to a certain extent, the Android uh, system is slightly less known for for games. Is it? Uh, no, you know, I think there... I think I think they will do the same thing because they're not associated with Apple. Right. This, uh, yeah. what is the company? Clamcase. Clamcase. Clamcase is the name of the company. Uh, but this is gotcha. Gamecase for iOS, and I think you'll see the, you'll see yes, them so. make this exact same prototype work on Android, Android. uh, using the same sort of protocols. And when they, when they do that, I really think that when people start getting into this, because the APIs aren't that old, you know, yeah. iOS 7, the first one to do that. I like it. I really do. Yeah, it, it looks like, very Xbox. It, it does. Actually, that's, one of the things I was missing. I when I first started gaming, um, I, I jailbroke my the iPad one. And I had a, a SNES emulator or whatever, right. and I used a Wii remote, yeah, and I bought the, the extra Wii, you know like connector controller, controller yeah. to get the classic feel. And then I was 
you know, gaming on that, and that was kind of fun. Yeah. And then just Bluetooth. But in order to connect, you had to have a jailbroken I was going to say, yeah, device. yeah. Prior, now, prior to iOS 7, now it had to be jailbroken. Yes. And with dual analog sticks. Right. Now, I mean, this thing really looks like they just cut. I mean, I'm almost worried that how the hell do they get away with this? I mean, the... For, oh, the for the viewers, oh, for, yeah. the, for the listeners like that are just like they cut an Xbox controller in half and wrapped right. it around, or the, with the Wii gamepad too, where it's got the sticks up here and then the buttons down. These the sticks wirelessly, then is that how that works? No, 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 no it's actually a solid piece, so it's, it's oh, a long okay, piece that the device sits in, just in, the, in between, okay. and then they Bluetooth. It looks like a slot. The There's a slot that it slides down into, gotcha. and you okay. can see where the the edge there is. On yeah, it. it overlaps the bezel a little bit, so it doesn't actually get in the way of the screen. So I'm going to play devil's advocate against this thing, and here's why I think this is cool, but why I don't think it'll take as long to catch on. And I think it's um, it's probably more related to the fact that Apple has been, it's taken so long to get something like this out because Apple's been very like the um, walled garden, walled garden. But they've been they've been to the point that almost superior, and I think it took. Jobs dying, honestly, to get to something like this because he was like, you know, we came up with the touchpad, you know, that made the screen, the multi-touch that important. That's going to be the way you interface and whether you like it or not, that's the way you'll do it because Apple says so and Jobs demands it. You know, basically, they don't want to like roll back on what they had developed. And so they're like, you know, it comes with the phone. Everybody will have access to that. You know, they, they, for the longest time, Apple could have demolished 3DS and Vita had they been into something like this and, and made gaming their priority. They have not, though. They've never, they don't release their own games. You know, they, they have developers and they're very developer friendly as far as iOS is concerned. But something like this, if it's not out of the box, you know, Apple can't fully support it in, in. Was, was Jobs around when they were trying to do, uh, like Infinity Blade? Did they ever advertise Infinity Blade when Jobs was around? Because uh, it's the last one with iOS seven, um, and uh, but it's still touch controls. You know what I mean? What, like, what's his face came out? Yeah, I, well, and he was saying, you know, like they're demonstrating the power of this new chip mm-hmm. with the new iPhone yeah. by talking about Infinity Blade. So they were using that as as like kind of a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think, think that when Jobs was around, he ever made it gaming centric. He didn't. No, I don't think he ever very, wanted to. It was, it was almost short, short, that's why a little bit short sighted. I think. Yeah, honestly. Oh, yeah, I only, agree. I agree. Only until very recently, I think, have there been uh, good enough graphics controllers inside and and fast enough processors. Like uh, there's a a racing game that I have on the on the iOS uh, or on my iPhone five that is high enough fidelity that it looks like Gran Turismo 4 wow. to me. I mean, yeah. it, is, it is really... Does it use yeah, the yeah, uh, accelerometer on the phone to turn yeah, and everything yeah, like can. that? Yeah, you have, yeah, you have you multiple can... different ways you can configure the controller so you can either tilt it or oh, you can gotcha. have a wheel But on to screen, be honest, but... it'd be better with this. Oh, of course it, would it would. Way, Absolutely. Yeah. We all know that as hardcore yeah. gamers. And I think the way to go. that... This on an on this uh, game case on an on a uh, full sized iPad, it's almost too much. It could it work? Yeah, it might. But I think it's it's a little bit much. But on the i on on the iPad Mini or the uh, iPhone five or six or you know wherever we go from here, I think that makes a ton of sense. You think the bigger devices, you'll start to get kind of the this is too heavy for me to hold like a yeah a little like bit a, game, that, a game little console. bit. What is that, 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 um... Was it Razer that makes that giant? It's like a Windows Seven tablet tablet thing. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This giant. That sounds right. Razer, Razer sounds right. I think it's Razer or whatever. It's the. Uh, 
and it's got different things. It's spelled R A Z R, right? Yeah, yeah. And it has those uh, grips, and then you could t- undock the tablet, and then dock it to a, like a keyboard dock, or they've got like a mm-hmm. uh, HD dock that hooks up to the TV, and you can run a controller from that big picture mode. Hmm. And they're advertising that whole thing. It's a huge buy-in. It's like very kitschy. Yeah, it's like fifteen hundred, I think, just to, to run that. Good lord! Yeah, screw that. Yeah, yeah so. It, one well, of the, the issues is it's going to be the right size, though, too, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to take this with you and you're like, let's say you're you're in a big city and you have a big uh, subway transit or you have a, a bus travel or, or something like that that you're using this on, yep. or you travel, uh, you know, on planes or whatever, it's got to be small enough that it can fit in your bag, yeah. you know, yeah. very quickly. When you're yep. the, when you're riding the subway, you don't see people with the full console set up on the seat next to them. It's like that. <laughs> no, they, get, like, no, they, the bring, the, they bring their Wii U now, right? Yes, they have yes. the gamepad. The... <laughs> I saw somebody with like a racing chair and everything, and they were like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, hang on. I'm going to take over the bus now. Yes. Right. <laughs> or they're playing like Grand Theft Auto and they like go down and derail the train and everybody's like, like thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so, so, so consensus here, this could change mobile gaming. Yeah. Definitely will probably most likely change. I, I could, think... maybe might, definitely, probably. That's probably the... the... <laughs> You're like, should, should. Get out let of me, here. It's going clarify. to. clarify. Yeah. <laughs> will probably change mobile gaming when it, when it releases and especially when it releases for both handset. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think I think once it once they make something equivalent that looks like this cuz fit and finish matters a lot. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. If it if I mean for me the difference of the PlayStation controller to the Xbox controller is enough it's that I huge. went and bought an Xbox controller yep. that has like different internals that makes it work on a PlayStation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That changes the experience enough for me that I don't like playing with a PlayStation controller. A lot of people like it, but the yeah. sticks are better on this. The sticks on here are clearly the the what the concave or whatever where they go inward yeah. and yeah. They, like, the control like an Xbox. Yeah. So yeah. I I do think that fit and finish are one thing, and and the feel of it is a, is you know another aspect of that. And I think that this concept has everything going for it. The yeah. the only thing I worry about. Is battery life on this thing? Oh, is yeah. it going to be another with, thing? With the Bluetooth constantly on and right. Yeah. Bluetooth is, is expensive on batteries, yeah. so I don't know if if I mean it's got a lot of surface area though. The, the whole area behind the phone could be a battery, you know. So yeah. feasibly, Bluetooth this levels, could work. Though, aren't that bad? Like with four, is it Bluetooth four or uh, whatever? That's mm. like it's got that low. Low emission power. Kind You've of got thing. me. So I, just, I just so know that like if I turn right on Bluetooth, like, my phone is yeah. Like yeah. dead. Yeah, it kills. The latest the, kills Android the has that, that where like you have controller. a lower. It's a, it's a very NFC low style yes, low power yes, Bluetooth. Low power so, Bluetooth like, so if they're right next to each other, close, communication's fine. As soon as you go, you know, six inches apart. Oh, uh, yeah, near field, uh, near field communications. Yeah, like NFC, NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I personally think that this this will have huge ramifications for the mobile market once uh, once we actually start getting people looking at this because AAA games yeah. aren't really developed for for iOS or Android right yeah. either. Yeah. But with something like this, it might they attract could, if if it gets enough market penetration. Penetration. <laughs> if it gets enough market penetration that the, it detracts the developers, I mean that's that's where you you're. You're talking about some serious bank, but that's like I said in the past. Uh, iOS has been the biggest marketplace for um, applications and development, and they've been very anti-gamer in the past. And not anti-gamer, but anti like outside, well, like outside, outside of their them. garden. Yeah, yeah. It, it took them seven iterations about iOS to, to get, get to, to a, a controller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yes, they're 
gaming is not their top priority. Priority, yeah. But, so. Right. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that does it for episode four. Uh, one more in the can. Um, so be sure uh, to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash fairly awesome podcast. You can like us and we usually post all the videos and stuff up there so you can check those out. Uh, follow us on Twitter at FAPcast where you can, you know, see our tweets and we can check out your twats, twotes. No, I think, twats. I think you really, I think you really got that one wrong. No, is that? No, no, right. I think he's right. I think it's twats. Twats. Tweet a twat. Twat. A twat, twat. tweet. But what, whatever everybody does on Twitter, you can do that and we'll do that too. <laughs> We'll do it right back at you. Hopefully it'll all work out. And then uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and, uh, and, you know, check out all our other videos and enjoy yourself on YouTube. So until next time, uh, keep calm and FAP on.